This is the Joanna Patrice Haggerty Show, where I invite the most innovative entrepreneurs, artists, and creative business owners to share their experiences, processes, practical tips, and inspirations. Today with me is Kim Foreman. Kim is a multi-passionate artist with a deep love of brand photography. There is very little that excites her more than helping business owners connect with their audience in a meaningful way and create lasting relationships founded in trust. When she's not nerding out on branding, you will probably find her knee-deep in some other creative project. Sewing, jewelry making, painting, writing, you name it. Her love of photography was kickstarted when she was nine years old and innocently wandered straight up to a bull elk for a photo with her little 110 camera. She still occasionally takes risks for a great shot, but none quite that questionable. I brought Kim on to talk about her experience as a creative professional and brand photographer. But first, Kim, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. Yes, yes. We're so lucky when other entrepreneurs and colleagues, you know, one of my sponsors, Jasmine of More to Love, has connected us. And I have just really loved getting to know you and your style and who you are. But the fact that you walked up to a bull elk, I'm sorry, we have to unpack that (laughs) first. Go. (laughs) Well, I was in Wyoming with my grandparents and their tiny little pickup truck camper. (laughs) And we had stopped on the side of the road. My grandpa was fixing something with the camper and there were elk out in a field and I was nine and I'm from Louisiana. So I thought like they were like deer, right? (laughs) (laughs) So I had my camera in my hand and I just wandered straight up to him and I was close enough that I could have reached out and touched him on the nose. And I took my shot right before my grandpa yelled, Kimberly Nicole Foreman, get back over here. (laughs) (laughs) And luckily, I didn't have the flash on or anything because it might have ended very differently. Yeah, it's a very different experience. And, you know, one of the things that I love about working with my creatives and entrepreneurs is that we can trace back these moments of curiosity from early, early days. And I just find that to be such a unifying feature of all of us. We've just continued to keep that curiosity. So I I love how that story started so early for you. (laughs) Tell me a little bit about the experience from that nine-year-old little girl into now and what really brought you into this concept of brand photography and working with people and pulling out their insides in a business way. That's not an easy feat to settle into. Yeah, wow, there's so many elements I have to decide which ones I'm going to focus on. Uh, I studied art in college, among many other things. I had nine different majors, I think, because I am a curious person and I I follow my curiosity with a sort of terminal enthusiasm. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And I kind of... uh, kind of wove in and out with photography through my life. Uh, I have just explored so many different art forms. Uh, But I guess it was maybe about 10 or 15 years ago that I got really into iPhone photography Mm. uh, through the app Hipstamatic. And I just became obsessed with it. I would go on little photo adventures and 
just, I loved everything about it because it's all about being in the moment. And as I got more and more and more into photography, what really started to draw me further into it was photographing women. And a lot of women don't like to be photographed. <laughs> I can relate to that. I feel that way. <laughs> and particularly because I wanted to work with women over 40, especially. And mm. women over 40, especially, tend to not like being photographed. Yeah. And I thought, who, like, what women over 40 need to be photographed? Well, entrepreneurs, okay. business women. And I, I just started really studying how to help them feel more comfortable, uh, how to help them express themselves in a way that will connect them with their audience. And it, it just, it sort of got me further and further into the idea of branding, which I would love to talk about further. Can I yeah. just go off on that tangent? Get it. I do have one quick question before okay. we go into that and then one reflection, but I, I think we should spend most of the rest of the time really diving into branding because you hit so many good points on the head. The first quick question I had was what you went to school for art, you said in particular was actually your degree. Yes. Did you get any business acumen or education courses while you were at art school? <laughs> well, no, except <laughs> when I went to the Art Institute and I was a uh, sort of a multimedia. Uh, yep. Sort of. Uh, Graphic design and that not kind of mixed world. media, yep, yes. Yep, yep. That's, I just really love to reflect on that because anyone I know who went to school for art, unless you were in one of those, like you said, kind of the graphic world um, or something that is usually seen in more business, there's not this business acumen or education that's really coming out. And so I really want to just remind individuals that you can go to any program, any schooling you want, but you also have the freedom to become your own entrepreneur, just like Kim did and just kind of took that on. And what I loved about the next part of that was you finding that niche, finding the people who have been told society we should look, think, or feel a certain way. And you're really wanting to dispel that and give the power back to us, particularly older women entrepreneurs. And so I love doing that through the idea of branding because it is so tied to your personal self-worth and your core values. So let's let's unpack branding a little more. What would you like to start with? Okay, first I have a reflection on that. Yes. I was just having a conversation this morning about the uh, sort of trap that society places on us, making us believe that we lose our power as we get older as women, yeah. when really it's the other way around if we let it be. Yes. So yes. I just want to throw that out there. <laughs> uh, but about the branding, a lot of people think of it as a dirty word, especially mm -hmm. personal branding. Like, ooh, it feels creepy. It feels right. uh, uh, disingenuous. Yeah, is a word I've heard at times. Yep. Yeah. And it's, it's none of that. What it really is, what branding really is, is what people say about you. Mm -hmm. And so what you're doing in your branding process is finding the thing, finding the parts of you that will help you connect with your clients in the deepest way. Mm. So I don't know, you're a Doctor Who fan 
or you drink bo- you drink wine from a box and you have no shame about it. <laughs> All <laughs> or, of my friends. <laughs> yeah, or your favorite thing to do when you travel is to go to antique shops. Yeah. Whatever that thing is or those many things are that you feel like will connect you with your ideal client. You use those things to as they're scrolling and they they stop at your post or your website or whatever mm-hmm. and they see these things they say oh my gosh me too yeah and people want to do business with people and they want to do business with people that they have some kind of connection to yes. and that is all that branding is about yes man i love all of that you and i could so geek out and i came from a human development psychology background. So when I stepped into marketing and branding, it made so much sense to me because I had already worked in the mental health world trying to figure out how to motivate individuals intrinsically for a decade prior. So switching over to saying, wow, I have this amazing product or service I'm offering who needs this most and how do I connect with them? You kind of want to step in to this mind and these ideas of who these people are, who you would serve. And what do you want them to say? Do you want them to say, oh my gosh, Kim was super easygoing. She was sassy. She was fun. She was nice. Like, right. You can actually have those exercises and start to vision what you want people to say about you and then walk that backwards because the term calm versus excitable has very different behaviors attached to that, right? So then we can start to shape the words we use, the ways that we show up in our business and really connect directly to those individuals who are most excited to work with us. So I I love it. I will geek out about that stuff all the time. (laughs) Yes. I mean, that's the thing. Your uh, business adjectives are everything in relation to how you want to interact with your clients because that's the thing every single touch point is part of the branding process Mm. from their first view of your website all the way through the the end of the interaction and beyond. Yes, absolutely. I, t- I teach that in the term of sales funnel. Is that kind of the term you use when you're working with your clients? Or is there another term you use about that process or that user experience they go through? You know, I think user experience or client experience mm-hmm. is more of what I, I, I don't know. I, I have the weird thing about the funnel. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and you know what, Kim, I will speak to that briefly because part of what I do in my business, and you know this because we're colleagues and you're helping me with my business brand and I'm helping you with some of the back end project management. So we see these other sides of ourselves, but part of why I use those terms that are actually traditionally in business is because it gives us that empowerment, just kind of like what you were saying. Hey, women over 40, if we want to take our power back, we have to do that. So if we can take the concept of a sales funnel, which let me just lay this out for you. It's discovery. So finding people who don't know you and telling them about you. It's considering having those people decide whether they want to buy from you having them purchase from you and then the post-purchase process, which is once they've bought from me, can I resell to them? Can I keep them happy? Can I have them helping me find other clients? Which is exactly what I know that you do, Kim. So you work under the sales funnel and we have that power to sometimes choose, do we want to use this term or not? Do we want to look at it from a different way? And that's the exciting part of entrepreneurialism nowadays, right? (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, absolutely. I understand exactly what you're saying. <laughs> and I guess I kind of have have felt about the word funnel like a lot of people feel about the word branding. <laughs> yes, yes. And again, that's super fair. And I don't want to discredit those things. A lot of the, the Art Hero business course that I'm going to be rolling out in the next couple of weeks is really helping you understand where your limiting beliefs, whether those are predicated on things you've embedded in yourself whether that's society or your family, that those are the things that you have responsibility for growing past. And and again, not like that you're sitting here not working with people because you don't want to use the sales funnel. But if there are certain terms, phrases, I know one in particular thing that we understand a lot about the creative entrepreneur is they feel uncapable of managing projects effectively. And that's a lot of what you and I have been talking about is we don't have to manage projects like everyone else tells us. We can do it our way, right? Yes, yes. And it can be messy if it needs to be and often is. Yes. And really, project management is messy. Like I have this book called Project Management for Dummies, and it is highly complex. Like it is not simple. The idea of managing a project is not cut and dry. It's not black and white and therefore managing business and tying it back to the branding concept. That is not a black and white process either. You know, so can we unpack a couple other ideas? I know you particularly use photography. So how do you take these concepts of once people identify some of their core values and who they are as an individual or as a business, and how do we tie that into photography and and branding in that way? Well, first, I tend to do a really in-depth sort of question and answer with the client to really dig into who their specific ideal client is, which is basically an imaginary person that you create. Right. And and really dig into what you want to say to that client and find out a little bit more about your personality and just as much as I can possibly get about who you are, who your business is and who your client is. And then I get an idea of what your style is. And so just uh, for instance, you have a much more playful style than a lot of entrepreneurs. And so when we do our shoot, I really want to highlight that playfulness because it's such a huge part of your brand. Yeah. So I don't want to, I don't want to spoil any of the photos. No, I think we could totally unpack some of the ideas. I think it's a great example because you and I literally earlier this week had our consultation meeting where the tables were turned and I got to talk about my business art hero and who I am and what my core values are. So I love hearing you use that as an example. So don't feel like we're going to ruin anything by unpacking any of that further. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So we were talking about how much you love nature and how important it is to you. And so what I wanted to show was you doing your work outdoors and having your, did you say your iPad is what you're working on? I usually do. I have an iPad, an iPhone and a uh, Mac laptop. So I'm very much an Apple lady. <laughs> so maybe we'll have all three of those and you'll be surrounded by them, but they'll, they're all going to be plugged into the tree or into the ground or something like that. And that one was really born out of the concept that I was unpacking with you that is talking about the idea of biomimicry because art hero, this business that is growing is really is 
similar to yours in a way where I want to support entrepreneurs and creative artists and finding their footing and finding how to take their businesses and run strategically for themselves. And that's learning the models and the molds and then learning how to break them. So the concept of using natural systems is something I often try and embed into my business planning concepts because that's what I think has been missing. The organic conversation about human emotion and the organic conversation about what types of things are already occurring in nature that we can recreate to grow our community. So I love that you were able to tease that out and to kind of put those things together and we get to bring playfulness and imagination and a lot of these things to the table, which are some of my core values I've identified. So, yes, I'm, I loved that conversation. <laughs> I, I just, my, my head just started to explode with all of the ideas that I'm having for your shoot. And that's, that's one of my favorite things about the branding process is just learning about this business owner and the the things that really drive them. I mean, I could nerd out on that. (laughs) Yes, we could. And we can. Well, let's, you know, for the last couple of minutes before we have to get to wrap up, let's kind of unpack your brand a little bit. What are some of the core values you've identified? Because you've been also doing this work deeply for yourself in an effort to figure out who your ideal client really is at this process. So tell us a little more about Kim's brand and and who that is. Well, my brand adjectives are whimsical, intentional, quiet, slash contemplative, cozy. Mm. (laughs) I I really want working to working with me to feel like we're hanging out in a blanket fort with string lights up <laughs> and lots of pillows. I I just wanted to feel like we're hanging out, having a good time, like laughing and giggling and just to to feel really like connected. Hmm, I love that. And I feel like that there were a couple of different ways and processes you walked through this. Is there any maybe one suggestion for anybody who's kind of stuck on how to uncover some of their brand core values that we could talk them through right now? What's a way that we could give some, you know, tangible advice for people who are trying to unpack these core values for themselves right now? I feel like really the best way to choose your core values is to look up list of values Mm -hmm. and just go through and start checking the ones that jump out at you. And then usually it's a list of about 30 to 50 words that you'll pull up and you'll if you're anything like me, you'll pick about 20 of the <laughs> words, which are yep. way too many. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you then start looking at if there's any that can fall under the same umbrella and you yeah. can sort of ditch a few of them. And then you just start to whittle down like, well, like which ones are really most important. And believe me, it is a difficult process. <laughs> I'm, I'm not trying to make it sound like that it's easy to pick, say, creativity over um, connection. Right, right. And and again, like you said, there's so many unique slivers of differences in these words. And one of the things I'll just add to that too, Kim, is that a lot of us, especially what you were saying, is you tend to work with women who have to kind of brand themselves too in this process. So maybe more service-based industries 
it's overwhelming to try and identify core values for your business if you don't even know what your core values are. So that's one more process you can go through before you start looking at the business. And just like Kim was saying, what resonates with me? And then when you go back through it, start to say, well, which parts are really Joanna and which parts maybe are the business that I can bring to the table? And that's a way that you can kind of go through those same values twice and say, which parts are am I keeping separate and which parts am I interjecting into the business? Yes, exactly that. <laughs> well, Kim, it has been such a pleasure. I wish we had a lot more time that we could really chat and unpack branding. But I would love if you could let our audience know how they can reach out to you, especially if they're interested in working with you in branding. You can see my website at KimFluence.com. Email me at Kim at KimFluence.com or find me on Facebook or Instagram at The KimFluence. Awesome. Well, it has been such a pleasure to have you and everybody stay tuned for the process of what Kim and I are about to do for Art Hero too. I think that'll be really fun for everyone to, to watch as it unfolds. <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. And as always, this is the Joanna Patrice Haggerty Show, where we share tips and tools of our community's most innovative entrepreneurs, artists, and creative business owners. Thank you so much for tuning in and please connect by visiting bizradioashville.com or on Instagram at jphcreativebiz. I would love to hear your show suggestions or any questions you may have. And as always, stay creative. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.